Yemula, you're listening to Karukiraman EV, Karukiraman, the English version. This podcast talks about the representation of the Caribbean in cinema and television. You can listen to Karukiraman EV on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Encore. You can check out my website, karukiraman.com, for more info. I'm your host, Patra M, and this is episode 2, part 3. I hope you guys had a fabulous week. Today we're talking about the movie Rain by Maria Coven. It's a coming-of-age movie from the Bahamas, released in 2008. You can stream the movie on the site CaribbeanTLCV.com. And if you still haven't watched it yet, here's the plot summary. Rain Monroe is a 14-year-old girl who was raised by her grandmother on Ragged Island in the Bahamas. Her grandmother dies. Rain has no other choice but to go to Nassau and live with her mother who goes now by the name of Glory. The teenage girl's idealistic illusions get shattered as she witnesses the self-destructive spiral her mother is stuck in. Rain's only true moments of happiness is when she runs. So she joins her school track team. We follow Rain as she tries desperately to figure out where she belongs. For the first Caribbean connection, I talked about the love between a daughter and her mother. Um, loving your daughter and loving your mother is, an, I think, an ongoing learning experience. And while Caribbean mothers are usually considered to be tough women, the movie Rain shows the vulnerability and the fears coming along with motherhood in a very extreme way, I give you that. But the film does highlight how motherhood is hard. And today I want to talk about the, which to me is the second recurrent theme in this film. It's the violence Caribbean teenage girls are confronted to in the awakening of their sexuality. Before we get started, this is a trigger warning because I will talk about sexual violence, child abuse, so if this topic triggers you, you may skip this segment now. Just just wait next week, you know, come back for the Caribbean soundtrack segment. And thank you for listening. So for those of you who stayed, um, let's go back to the arguing scene between Rain and her mother Glory in the trailer. When I watched the film for the second time, I found out how the argument started. The scene takes place early in the morning. Glory is very worried because Rain didn't come home the night before, so she has no idea where her daughter spent the night. And she doesn't even give Rain a chance to explain what happened. So she just starts 
screaming and she gets angry at Rain. She thinks Rain judges her. She thinks Rain judges her uh, that Rain doesn't respect her as her mom. Um, and that's when Glory claims that she never cared about what other people thought of her anyway. So she won't care what Rain thinks. And that's when Rain goes, but I am not just some fool, you know, I, I'm your child. And Rain went off. And what Glory didn't know in this moment was that Rain almost got raped the day before. Um, so here's how. I mean, it's a it's spoiler, but I think it's important to talk about it. Um, so Rain was cleaning their little house, if you can call it that, a house, and she went to the woods nearby to dispose of wastewater. And she gets attacked by this madman. Uh, I mean, it's the neighborhood madman. Like he, he just walks walks around every day, saying stuff about about Jesus and the Bible. And you know, since he doesn't seem dangerous, so no one pays him attention. Which, uh, this kind of character, I think it's very Caribbean. Um, because I remember from my childhood, there was this man. Um, so I, I was about eight or nine when I saw him for the first time. And, he, you know, he was, um, he was usually without a shirt on. And he was barefoot. And he just moved from one city to another city and by foot. And, you know, he, I wondered how he lived. Obvious, obviously, he was unemployed. I, yeah, anyway, moving on from that. I'm sure you get to, there's, you have this memory too if you're from the Caribbean. I mean, if you grow, if you grew up in the Caribbean. So, this man attacks Rain, and unfortunately for her, a little boy called the boss who the, the boss who run the drug business around. So, the boss rushed in, and he saved Rain, who got to escape and who got to hide him. At her best, uh, at her best friend's place, she spends and she spent the night over there. And when she comes home the next morning, she still bears the marks on her neck and on her knees. So it shows how violent the assault was. With that said, um, the scene is actually very short. It's just enough to understand what's going on but it's not enough to really feel uncomfortable and unable to keep watching the movie. And I use this scene as a reference because, one, I mean, the aftermath is in the trailer, so I think it's important to know why this scene is, how this scene happens. And it shows something that's really taboo within black communities. I mean, it's our society in general, but 
really in black communities, um, sexual child abuse. I know it also happens to boys, but here I'm really talking about specifically about black girls. And researches show that black girls get hypersexualized at an early age and they most likely won't tell anyone in fear of being called a liar. And in this film, what's great and what's important to to talk about it's it's how the narrative stays on Rain and on how she feels about it. The care and the protection her mother won't give her doesn't mean she's all by herself. First, she has Magdalene, so she gets to she gets the immediate help she needs and then she got uh she she has her coach to help her out um the coach makes sure rain is okay and she steps in to talk some sense into glory the woods in the assault scene can play as a visual reminder that we are on a caribbean island but it's not all just about you know the paradise um pop culture wants to sell but what's going on it's in this very moment is something any woman can relate to and more specifically black women this scene shows the physical violence that um that like that is like a climax climax a climax of the psychological violence teenage girls are subjected to in their relationships to men. It's interesting how Maria Govan uh, conveys this idea without using men on the screen because the main cast is exclusively made of women. Uh, the few male characters um, you see on the screen usually appear once or twice but they're not there and yet the setup is enough to understand the relationship the negative aspect of the relationship women and men have um, for instance if we look at rain she never knew her, um, who her father was the the man is never brought up anyway um, she knows and sees why the graveyard man come to her mother so she knows about sex and and as much as mother are often portrayed as from putunitan fathers are usually invisible i mean it's not just about being invisible it's like they don't exist um for instance magdalene uh, rain's best friend also gets to convey this idea in just one scene. It's toward the middle of the movie. Um, Rain and Magdalene go to some kind of restaurant or grocery store, I don't know, and the owner is at the cash register. He gives money to Magdalene, I mean more money than he should give her, um, and they don't, ex they don't exchange a word. And at this point, Rain is as just confused as we are. Because Magdalene is a beautiful yet intimidating girl. 
she she puts on heavy makeup she smokes weed she has a big picture of black jesus in her room although her mom uh, drags her to church every sunday and her mom prays to white jesus so magdalene is has her own mind and her own vision of life so when you see her getting money from an all white man or maybe he's white passing anyway that's not important what's important is that you see uh, an old man giving money to a young girl and you don't know why you can't help but think that he's probably her sugar daddy well it turns out that he is her daddy he's her father uh-huh she's an illegitimate child and her father's wife doesn't know about her so she blackmails her dad she wants to make him pay and she 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 really says how she wants to show her father that she can become someone without him so i'm thinking about doing an episode about fatherhood one day i just need to find i just need to find the perfect movie for that i mean we need to talk about the negative caribbean father the negative image caribbean fathers have anyway back to my point about the representation of sex sexual violence in this movie there's nothing positive about sex sex uh isn't about pleasure it's not about love here it's just physical and it's just it's just psychological violence with consequences on your daily life for girls um it can be you can become a struggling mother a struggling single mother uh for a child that means you can grow up without a father uh as um as a person uh you are as a woman you are being objectified and belittled by men nevertheless in all this dark picture there's one positive representation of sexuality and i want to finish on that glimpse of hope maria govan puts a twist into the representation of what is a healthy loving relationship because it's usually portrayed by a head couple a man and a woman and here it's represented by a same sex couple because coach lives with her girlfriend the movie doesn't show them together on screen except for that brief for that brief moment when coach gets a call in the middle of the night from the police station she wakes up and in the background we can see the shadow of her girlfriend and again Maria Govan carefully builds this big reveal because this fleeting moment is just a a confirmation of the clues dropped all through the movie to make the viewer understand that coach is in love with a woman like she gave up everything her career her family because her father re- rejected her and she did all that just to be with this woman and i thought it was truly refreshing to see this representation of love and the fact that it's in the caribbean makes it even more meaningful because homophobia in our culture is real 
although things are slowly changing. There are still islands where people can go to jail for having some sex sexual activities and the islands with the most progressive laws on that matter are territories of bigger countries like Guadeloupe and Martinique are French territories. So had they been independent would they have would they have passed laws to protect the LGBTQAI plus community from any form of discrimination? Who knows? I'll give you the link to the list recapping which Caribbean islands legalized same-sex marriage adoption by a same-sex couple and the one with anti-discrimination laws concerning sexual orientation and gender identity. My point is that same-sex love on the big screen often ends in a tragedy. So I think it's quite nice to see a happy couple of black women for a change. And Maria Govan presents herself as a queer filmmaker and her art reflects her goal to help our society to change its view on, on sexuality. Uh, in 2012, she gave a long interview with uh, filmmaker Carrie Mortimer as they explained why they chose to represent sexual minorities in their films. Um, the sound is very low quality, but it's enough. If you're interested in this topic, I'll, I'll put the link in the description. Um, yeah. So, loves and sexualities. In this film, love isn't where you usually find it. Glory, the mother, seems selfish and self-centered, but she actually cares about Rain. She just doesn't know how to show it. Um, the coach is in love with a woman. She becomes this maternal figure to Rain. So love isn't just about sharing the same blood. It's also about who cares about you and who is willing to fight for you. On the other hand, sexuality is represented through a lens of physical and psychological violence. And this representation raises awareness about the about the dangerous environment Caribbean girls grow up in. And on that note, it's time for the final segment, Caribbean Soundtrack. I'll share with you three songs of three different Caribbean artists. And this is what we'll talk about next week. Thank you for listening. Make sure you subscribe. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at carucaramon. There's also my website carucaramon.com where you can find all the episodes and info. See you next week. Ciao, Beret.